Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Two Minute Drill. I'm your host this week, Brian, and uh, today I'm joined by my friends Dom, David, and John. How's everybody doing? Good. Glad to be back. Doing really good outside of the Guardians losing, but yeah. Yep, that's why I'm sad. (laughs) And I'm sad for uh, plenty of other things like the Browns being God awful so far this season. Yeah, well, I could have told you that was gonna happen. Yeah, I was I, I had some hope so. Okay, they got my hope so. All right. So let's hear what was your guys' uh MVP from the past week. And we'll let John lead us off on this one. Well, I was gonna say Nick Chubb, uh, but I'm gonna go with Shake Shaquan Barkley. I think he's made a, a real comeback this year. I wouldn't be surprised if let's say the uh season ended today, I'd have him as my comeback player of the year. I always knew he was a good running back. It's just him trying to stay healthy. Uh, but I'm going to go with Sha- Shaquan Barkley. And, I mean, he has been having an incredible year. I just hope it doesn't end up being one of those things where, you know, later on in the season he gets injured again because I really want to see him just have a really solid full year of play. What's your MVP, David? All right. I'm actually going to go with another running back as well and kind of just another uh, team in general. But Brees Hall and the New York Jets, they are surprising just about everyone. And we'll discuss about this topic a little bit later on, too. But they did fantastic against Green Bay. And I could not agree with you more. I mean, that Brees Hall has been great. That whole Jets team has been great. Who's your MVP, Tom? I'm going to have to go with Matt Ryan for my MVP this week. I was really impressed with how he played, put the team on his back, throw for he almost hit 400 yards, a couple touchdowns. It was a pretty important game for the Colts to kind of keep their season alive, especially with just the kind of sentiment around Matt Ryan, him being washed and old and the Colts kind of, you know, making a mistake. I think he came out, made a statement showing that he's still got a little bit left in the tank and that he can play still. Um, so hopefully he can do this on a more consistent basis. And hopefully once Jonathan Taylor comes back, this team is kind of what we expected them to be. All right. And I hope he can uh, continue that this week when they play the big bad rivals, the Titans, because that should be a pretty good game. Uh, I went with somebody that made me a little angry this weekend, but you know, putting that aside, Bailey, I'm going to mispronounce this. Bailey Zappi? How? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Browns got zapped. Yeah, that hurt. But I mean, you know, rookie quarterback. He's a third stringer on that team, technically, because, you know, the other two guys went out with concussion protocols and all of that. And, I mean, he looked like a veteran quarterback in that game. And it wasn't just that game. I mean, he looked great last week. So, I think, you know, I'm just very impressed. I mean, he went 24 for 34, two touchdowns. So, all around, just a really good game from him. All right, and now we're going to move on to – a topic that's kind of hard to talk about just because after the first Thursday night football game, they've been God awful. I mean, we've had the Broncos game two weeks ago. That was just awful to watch. Broncos fans were leaving early. And then this week we had commanders versus bears. Want to get your guys opinion on this? I'll let David start us off. Honestly, even though I didn't necessarily watch the game uh, directly, just watching some of the highlights, it was kind of sad and I think people kind of knew it was going to be sad. I don't want to say before the season started, but definitely kind of had an idea once the season started and we played a couple of weeks leading up to this. 
that this was going to be a rough game. Yeah, and I'm still trying to figure out why this ended up becoming one of the like primetime games. What's your thoughts on it, Dom? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I can get those hours of my life back after watching that game. Not impressed by either team at all. Carson Wentz is who we thought he was. I, I don't think he's going to be playing quarterback, or at least starting for any team next year. Justin Fields, he's looking rough. I know it's not all his fault, and um, you know the team around him isn't really that good. But there's still some talent on that team that's just uh, it's just not clicking. He's got he's missing guys wide open in the end zone. His mechanics look off. He's got the Carson Wentz kind of long throwing motion that's kind of making life a little bit difficult for him. I I don't like what I see from either team, and I have a little bit of hope for this week's Thursday night game. But man, these games have been rough. Interesting stat to bring up: uh, Carson Wentz threw for under a hundred yards in that game, which you just don't see that very often for you know a starting quarterback. Sounds like me when I play Madden. Yeah, <laughs> but sorry, Dom, that those three hours are gone. You're not getting those back. And, <sighs> yeah, I'm realizing that. <laughs> I know you didn't watch the game, John, and I ain't gonna lie, I'm very jealous of that fact. But you yeah, I, I well, from what I hear, I, I'm surprised there wasn't higher scoring um i'm, I'm kind of odd in this way i would rather have a low scoring game than a shootout i think i'm the only person in the world that would, would rather have that but um the fact that it was what 12 to 7 you said final score why is the bear i mean if justin fields is supposedly you know their franchise quarterback why are they not scoring more points like i just i i think it's more of a disappointment in justin field than anything guys a high head draft pick he can run. I just I don't I don't get it. Maybe he's maybe he's a bust. Anyone around him? The only wide receiver that he has is Darnell Mooney, and he's kind of forgotten how to play football. And then you got a slightly above average quarterback in um, was it um, what's the running back's name? Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, David Montgomery. Other than that, they don't really have anyone. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah I guess that makes sense. I just I just thought Justin Fields would have been better I than. I was just about to say the offensive line, to my understanding, is not much better than the Cincinnati Bengals. So there's that. And yeah, that whole team's just been struggling this year. Well, Dave, or David kind of hinted at our next topic, which is the Jets have been having a weird, oddly good season, kind of reminiscent of what happened to the Bengals last year. Kind of that fairy tale. Nobody expected them to succeed. And I just want to get your guys' opinion on it. What do you think is going on? What's working so well with this team? And I'm going to let David start us off. He uh, had the MVP from that team. Go ahead, David. Well, for starters, I think it happened in the offseason. And just kind of like all the draft picks that they finally picked up, they have a, a coach that actually wants to prove a lot of people wrong and prove all the haters wrong about his team. Back to the draft picks and free agents you've got a young core mixed with a bunch of veterans that are kind of clicking on all cylinders and i agree i mean we've seen them just get upset after upset this season i think they're going to get another upset this week what's your thoughts on the uh, jets john i mean they're definitely a, a big surprise this year i personally don't think they're as significant of a surprise as the new york giants but either way, you know, I, I think they're having a really good season this year. They hit on a lot of their draft picks, like um, that corner from Cincinnati, Sauce. Uh, I can't, his, his, his name is McGarland. Garner. 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 Sauce Garner. He, he seems to come out. 
he seems to appear as a stud. So like David said before, you know, they hit on their drafts, they hit a lot for agency. The only thing I'm worried about is if they can keep Zach Wilson healthy, because obviously uh, uh, Joe Flacco is not the, uh, the the quarterback for them. So um, does you guys think, do you guys know if Zach Wilson's even playing now, or is he still hurt? Mm-hmm. He's playing. He played last oh, he couple is? Uh, okay. he yesterday. Okay. He did like 100 yards, which is why he wasn't my MVP, whereas Brees did got like 20 or so carries for 110 yards and a touchdown. So, yeah, Zach Wilson's got to stay healthy. Um, like I said, you know, they have a young quarterback, so they just got to play D and run, run the ball, um, and they're more ca- they're absolutely capable of doing so. Um, and uh, I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they're all in the division. I just don't think that's the Bills' place to be. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the Bills are definitely going to take the division, but, I mean, they have been playing great four and two so far. What's your thoughts on it, Dom? I'm really impressed by this team. I I like how hard they're playing. I think you have a good mix of young talent and some veteran leadership, and you got a coach that finally knows what he's doing in that organization. He's got the guys playing hard. They're motivated. They're out to they're out to make a statement. These young guys want to show that they can play the NFL, and I think they're doing a great job at it. Um, there's definitely a lot of chemistry in that locker room, and I think it's really showing up on the field. I'm I'm excited for the Jets' future. I am. Too. I don't I don't know if they're going to go on a run like the Bengals did last year. Um, I think they're maybe a year away from that, but I'm still really impressed with the development of the team. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing I've noticed is just that defense, especially with Sauce Gardner, has been lights out, very impressive. Yeah, I th- at this point, I think he's got to be rookie of the year. Boy, I mean, he's doing great. Now talking about a couple teams that aren't doing so good so far, we got the uh, – Browns, which just made a rookie quarterback look like a veteran, and we have the Buccaneers, where we got to watch Tom Brady scream at his lo- his offensive line. Both these teams have been kind of struggling this season. I just kind of want to get you guys' opinion on what's gone wrong with them. Why are aren't they operating as good as they had? You know, you'd expect. And we'll let Dom start this. Um, well, for the Bucks, it's it's easy. You're relying on a 45 year old quarterback that has some off-the-field distractions with, um, you know, everything going on with his potential divorce and all that stuff. We don't need to get into that. But there's also a lot of um, injuries on that team. You had Mike Evans miss some time. Chris Godwin just came back. The offensive line is is really shaken up. So uh, the offense isn't what it used to be because everyone's hurt and Tom Brady's distracted and maybe age is catching up to him. The Browns, on the other hand, he, Kevin Stefanski's inability to – figure out a way to utilize Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. He even mentioned it in his post-game press conference that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt need to be utilized more, but yet he's the one that calls the plays, so it's really on him. Horrible special teams coaching. Mike Prefer needs to be gone. I, for Kevin Stefanski, you have the two of the best running backs of the league, and yet you're trying to win games based on the arm of Jacoby Brissett, who has been in the league for nine years and is a journeyman and has shown that he can't play at a high level for more than four to six games at a time. So why they're trying to rely on him and throw the ball 30 plus times a game to try to stay competitive is beyond me. You also have a defense that's an embarrassment to the organization. <laughs> like Joe Woods needs to be gone. He needs to be gone as soon as possible. Um, I, I At this point, I don't think it would make the defense any worse just getting rid of him and, and promoting one of the uh, position coaches to be defensive coordinator. But 
some, something needs to change with that defense, and Mike Prever needs to go as a special teams coordinator. And I couldn't agree more, and I'm just going to go on a little bit of a rant. I don't understand the whole Joe Woods defense because it's just been a weird one for me. I mean, if you watch this team over the last three seasons, one thing that keeps happening is they'll get in a really big lead and then they'll just start throwing it away. I mean, I've, we've seen it with the um, Titans a couple years ago. We saw it against the Steelers in the playoffs. We saw it against the Jets this year. It just keeps happening where they get into this multi-score lead and then they just start or you know stumbling baffles well it joe woods takes his foot off the gas they they just take they lose focus and then you look at this year the uh, it's scheme it's players not knowing what to do bad play calling it it looks like the team just has given up and isn't motivated and that's all on joe woods uh is it's just bad all around what's your thoughts on it john well, uh, I, I agree with uh, the whole what what uh, Don said about the Buccaneers. Um, I don't know if they're. I mean, <laughs> he mentioned something about Brady being too old, and that very well could be. I mean, Father Time's going to catch up on that guy someday. I don't know when, but it seems like every time they struggle, he is he's on a football team and they struggle, and because it's Tom Brady, they they seem to find a way to bounce back. So I'm not ruling Tom Brady or the Buccaneers out just yet because it's it's Tom Brady. I understand they had problems on the offensive line and there's distractions with Tom Brady and his wife. Um, the Browns, however, I don't I agree with them. Why are they not running the ball? I, it just doesn't make any sense. They're they're pet. I mean. Jacoby Brissett is not a franchise quarterback. He's he's a um, a journeyman backup. I, I just don't understand why not running the ball. Uh, Joe Webb, J- Joe Woods has to be let go, or something has to change on their defense. Because if you look at the games they lost, it, it, they're only losing it by three to six, seven points. So it's it's and it's like you guys. I think Don mentioned this before. Maybe you did too, Brian. It's it's these last minute things i mean there was a game i want to say it was the jets they could have kicked the field goal and instead they decide to go for it and, and it's a it's a pick I, I i don't understand the play calling i don't understand the decisions that the coaches are making i don't understand when that running the ball more it, it's just a real mess and i i don't know if it's going to be any better once the sean watson comes back unless he's like not rusty but i got a feeling he's going to be rusty so I, I, I could see that because it's a shot Watson, he's such a talent. I could see him doing well next year. But I think when he comes back, it's probably just going to be more of the same. Yeah, I mean, as a Browns fan, I'm kind of accepting that this year is going to be kind of a wash at least. I mean, I don't expect us to make the playoffs or anything. What's your thoughts on it, David? For the Buccaneers, I think that, yes, obviously, the majority of it is Tom Brady being in his own head, dealing with his own off the field issues with, with all that. And then you got injuries and father time, like both Dom and John said, but also I think it's the offensive line and the fact that the offensive line isn't as good as they were because of one injuries and two, a lot of the other guys that did help in the offensive line went to other teams as well. So there is that. And then the Browns, it's like they, they forgot what made them relevant. They forgot what made them a decent and respectable team in the first place, which was running the ball first, 
and throwing second. And we always mentioned that before the season even started. We were always like, we're going to be fine on the grounds that they run the ball as their primary source of offense. As long as Jacoby Brissett doesn't screw up, throw a ton of interceptions and stuff like that, which for the most part, he hasn't made too many mistakes, but the only reason why that's ever prevalent is because for some reason we went from a running offensive primary to a throwing offensive primary for whatever reason. Yeah, it's been mind-boggling. I mean, and with Jacoby Brissett, the big mistakes always happen at the worst times. You know, when he's driving down the field last second, has to make those riskier throws. That's when he's always been getting intercepted. But talking about other quarterbacks that are having struggles, am I wrong in saying that Carolina seems to be the place where QBs get sent to die? Because, I mean, just over the last two years, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, it just seems like a whole mess down there. And I just want to get your guys' thoughts. What's your uh, opinion on it, John? Uh, I don't think they're the organization where quarterbacks are left to die. I, I think the Browns are the organization where their quarterbacks are die. Um, I mean, we had Dave Cam Newton from Carolina. who was the MVP one year. I'm not saying the organization has like a history of having great quarterbacks, but do I think they're like the worst of all time? No, 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 I, I don't. I, I think I, I think the Browns uh, are probably the, 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 as far as organization wise, where quarterbacks are not guaranteed to die, but are, a lot of times do die. What's your thoughts on it, Dom? I think right now they are. Historically, John, I'd, I'd agree with you. The Browns definitely are the place where quarterbacks historically go to die. But you look at how the team has been run the past couple of years, it, it's been, you know, wash, washed up quarterback after washed up quarterback after washed up quarterback. You know, there, there's no stability in the organization, and, and they haven't been able to develop anyone since Cam Newton. And he has been in the league. And well, he's out of football right now, but he was drafted in, what, 2013? Um, 2010 or 20 yeah 2010 2011 that's a long time to not be able to develop a quarterback yeah right now the Browns getting rid of Baker is looking like a great deal I was kind of excited to get rid of him anyways um, he's somehow gotten worse even though he still has good talent around him honestly at this point I, I'm I'm fine with Jacoby Brissett being an upgrade over Baker Mayfield. I was not expecting that to happen this season I kind of <laughs> what's your thoughts uh, David Honestly, it's I don't think it's necessarily the fact that the organizations where the quarterbacks go to die. I think it's just a lot of them were already on the the end of their career anyways. And it seems like the Carolina Panthers were the kind of like the last ditch hope for a lot of these quarterbacks to try and revive their career that was already non-existent. So I think that they just haven't been able to find the quarterback of the future since Cam Newton and have been trying to get these quarterbacks that had success in the NFL to some degree um, and are trying to pray to God that something good will come out of it. I just don't understand what their thinking is. Like, I, I don't understand how they thought pairing Baker Mayfield, who is in, inconsistent at best, with a coach that was already on the hot seat and Everyone knew who he was going to be fired in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, who thought that that pairing was going to lead to a competitive football team? Like they brought in, uh, they like you said, David. They've they've been bringing quarterbacks that have been trying to revive their careers because 
they're not good enough to be franchise quarterbacks, and they're still trying to prove that they can be. You got Teddy. You had Teddy Bridgewater a couple years ago, journeyman quarterback. They brought in Sam Darnold, who everyone knew like, he's not good enough to be a starting caliber quarterback. And then you bring a Bacon Mayfield this year. Like, I, I don't understand the logic of, of how they're trying to run their organization. So hopefully they can develop Matt Corral, um, the rookie who they drafted this year. Hopefully he he turns into something. I don't know. It's not looking good. And now it looks like they're going to be getting rid of Christian McCaffrey too. I heard about that. That could big trade. Well, it would, it would probably be the only good thing that can come out of that organization as it sits right now, because just about everyone else on that team won't give them like super high draft picks. Like no one's going to give them. I think DJ Moore could, can get you some pretty good draft picks, but not. Yeah. Well, I think that team's just, it's going to be a long rebuild for them, Mm -hmm. but moving on to a quarterback that is definitely not struggling. Daniel Jones, who I will admit coming into the season, I was thinking, He's done. This will probably be his last year, at least as a starter in New York. They'll move on. But, I mean, he's been playing great. That whole team's been playing great. And I just want to get your guys' opinion. Do you think he's earned a contract, at least some kind of, you know, something to keep him in the – John brought up uh, the Giants. I'll let him start us off on this. You know, I was on the fence with this as far as what he deserves a contract extension. I mean, if he's going to go somewhere else – the next season, then I would pre-sign them just so somebody else doesn't get them. Uh, like I said, I'm just on the fence with it. However, I do not think that the um, the New York Giants are the best team in the NFC. I know that was one of the questions on the Google Doc. I have to go with uh, the Eagles until the Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles. They're undefeated. I think they're six or seven and zero. Um, that I, I got to go with the Eagles in the NFC. I agree with I gotta agree with that. I actually kind of forgot to put that in the Google Doc. I guess. Oh, you did. I just read it. You forgot to say it, so I just read it. And uh, I agree. The Eagles are probably the best in the AFC. Uh, what's your uh, opinion, Dom? I was definitely on the fence with him going into the season, but seeing how he's played now that he has a competent coach, a healthy Saquon Barkley, and yeah, he he's playing great. This is the by far the best that we've ever seen him. He's doing it with a wide receiving core that's kind of banged up, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I'm, I'm super impressed with how he's playing. I think he definitely deserves a contract at the end of the season. And I'm shocked that I'm saying, but I agree with you on that. I think he does mm-hmm. deserve What's your thoughts on David? Yeah, I think he definitely deserves a contract extension because I think that, like Dom said, he finally has a competent head coach. And even when he didn't, he still did – I guess you could say decent, at least decent enough to do be relevant and keep a starting job. And now that he has a fully healthy Saquon Barkley and and a fully competent head coach, I think that level of being your average decent quarterback in the NFL took a step up and was like, this is what he needed to be at the very least a very good quarterback or at least a good quarter. And I'm hoping they can keep this momentum going. Not that there's any chance in hell it's going to happen, but I personally would love to see a Giants-Jets Super Bowl matchup. That just be interesting to me. <laughs> Judge me. All right, so uh, I want to get your guys' opinions. Uh, what, you, what is your game of the week for this coming week? What game are you the most excited to watch? What's your thoughts, Dom? I, I, there's, there's, you know, there's a couple games that um, I'm interested to see. I think it would be either the Chiefs and 49ers. 
I'd love to see that defense go up against um, Patrick Mahomes. I want to see Jimmy Garoppolo again. I don't know. He had a, a pretty bad week this week. See if he can bounce back. I'm also kind of intrigued by the Chargers and Seahawks matchup. The Seahawks are playing a lot better than I thought that they would have going into the season. The Chargers have been kind of hit and miss, um, not really as good as I thought that they would have been. I want to see if the Chargers can, you know, start stringing some wins together and be the team that we thought that they could be. I also want to see if the Seahawks can continue this pretty impressive run that they've been on. Yeah, and that's another team that I'm really impressed with. I'm hoping Geno Smith can keep that going because it really hasn't had a great shot with the NFL until now, so really impressed. What's your game of the week, David? Uh, yeah, I was looking at several different games. You got, I want to see the Cincinnati and Atlanta game because this should be another step up for Joe Burrow just to show that Cincinnati is a team that we thought kind of like what Don said about the Chargers. They're going about average. They're 500 at the moment. And then, you know what? I'm also kind of looking at the New York Giants game just to see if they're if they keep this thing going. And honestly, I thought I was going to be dealing with the uh, Falcons game. That's, I'm going to go ahead and say that's my game of the week just because the Falcons have been that team that is kind of sneaky good getting the upsets. And I get the feeling the Bengals are kind of starting to get into that groove, starting to really get to what we thought they were going to be. Because, you know, they had a rough start to the season, but they've started looking better and better and better. What's your game of the week, John? I'm gonna go Jaguars Giants. Um, I, I, you know, I the 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 Jaguars, the, one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the NFL this year. I think if they pl- if they could play against the, the five and one Giants and beat them, I think it would be a, a big statement to them, a big statement and improvement to how well their quarterback is or how good their quarterback is. It'll be a statement for that organization. I just think it would be um, a, a boost. Um, I want this is a, a little bit of an analogy. I was on a football team in high school that went 0 and 10 one year. And then we were 0 and 10. We went to Brexville. Brexville was a very good team. This is high school football, just FYI. And we beat Brexville like 19 to nothing. And just to have that 19 to nothing win really lifted us up. Now, I understand this is the NFL, but I, I think um, if the Jaguars can beat the Giants, I think it would be. Um, significant uh win for their organization definitely would be a big statement one it would be a big upset so uh what's your guys's big upset win for this week i'll have john start us off browns ravens you think the browns are gonna win i do i do i think it's gonna be hard um but i uh they need to bounce back i i don't i mean i see yeah i mean i I think they bounce back against the ravens well i hope i do i hope they do but to be fair, I did pick Jacksonville a few weeks back as well, and I got that one right some somehow. That's that's fair. You never know in the league. I'm hoping they win that, but I I'm not gonna be super optimistic about it. What's your uh, team, David? You know what? I'm gonna go for a lo- little bit of a long shot on this one, but I'm gonna go Lions Cowboys. Damn it! That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got two Lions Cowboy picks. All right, and the the reason why I'm picking that one is because so Detroit has actually been doing decent despite their record, which is only one and four at the present moment. They've actually been doing pretty decent. Jared Goff, well, the, the has, offense has been really good, but their defense is an yeah. abomination. So it's still 
that still needs to work on it. And yeah, Jamal Jamal Williams has been doing really good as a running back. So yeah, why'd you pick him, Dylan? Well, gonna change my pick now. Um, for some reason, both New York teams are are underdogs in this, but I think that'd be too easy of a pick. I'm going with the Commanders because I'm I'm not impressed with the Packers team. They're they're looking really bad. Aaron Rodgers not having a good season um, because of the wide receiving core. Their defense isn't looking that great. There is some talent on this commander's offense, even though Carson Wentz is holding them back. I think Brian Robinson is a great story. He's been playing pretty well. Found the end zone last week. Um, I, I, you know, you still got Terry McLaurin. You got Curtis Samuel. I, I think the matchup is is pretty good for them. I wouldn't be too surprised if the commanders pull this one out. Right, and then I got the uh, Jets versus Broncos. Jets are two-point underdogs, which, I mean, the Broncos have struggled. Russell Wilson hasn't looked great, and the Jets have been lights out so far this season, so I could definitely see them getting the win in that game. All right, so we're going to have a recap of a big game in the NCAA. We had Tennessee versus Bama. What's your guys' thoughts on it? I'll let Dom start. That was probably the best college football game that I've seen in a couple of years. Um, as a, I guess, pseudo Tennessee fan, I've been going down there for a couple of years um, to visit my girlfriend's family. Um, kind of gotten to explore the Knoxville area quite a bit because that's where they're from. So it, it's kind of rubbed off on me to be a Tennessee fan. I've always had a favorable opinion of them. Um, now I have an excuse to actually root for Tennessee. I thought it was great. Anytime you get to see Alabama lose, um, definitely liking that. But that game was unbelievable. Game of the year. I don't think anything could really top that. Yeah, it, it, it's good to see a new team in the SEC challenge Alabama. Do you think it was a game of the year, David? It, if it isn't, it's definitely up there. And it finally, it finally brings Tennessee back to kind of like stardom, I guess you could say, because they haven't really been there since what? Well, didn't Payne Manning go there at one point? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They haven't really been good. Pretty much, they haven't really been good pretty much ever since Manning was there. So uh, to finally see that happen, especially against Alabama, it was impressive. Ryan, what's your uh, thoughts on it, John? Well, I definitely think it's game of the year. Um, I was hoping and expecting that Alabama would have went. They're ranked number six right now. I thought they'd be uh, like lower uh, just because they lost. Um, I, I think Ohio State is at the right place in number two. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they play in as a competitive a conference as the SEC. So, and I don't know, Michigan's undefeated, but I don't know if I'd still rank them that high. I know they beat Ohio State last season by running the ball a lot, but yeah, um, Tennessee was number six, went up to number three. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the t- top 10 right now is pretty accurate. I think it's, it needs, it's, is where it should be. And then, uh, that is our next topic. I want to get your guys' opinion on the top 10 rankings. And uh, what's your thoughts on it, David? Like John said, I think for the most part, all the teams are where they should be. I think Tennessee was number six as well, right? Yes. And before, well, they beat the, if I could talk, that'd be great. They beat Alabama and they were number six. Alabama was three or two or something. One, three. They're in the top three. I know that then it's completely fair for where they are right now. If Tennessee was a much lower rank or unranked and they still beat Alabama, then I think it would be much, much lower. But considering that Tennessee was in the top 10, much less one below the top five, then they're in the perfect spot to be where they're at. And 
I think we should be having this discussion when the end of the season gets a little closer as well. Agree. Okay, I like it. What's your thoughts on it, Dom? Yeah, I, I really don't have any too big of complaints with it. I, I'm still surprised to see Oregon back in the top 10, considering how bad they lost at the beginning of the season. Um, granted, they did lose to Georgia, so I guess that does have some merit to it. Kind of int- intrigued to see TCU back in the top 10, Old Miss. They've been having a really good season, so them being in the top 10 doesn't surprise me. Ohio State and Georgia at uh, one and two doesn't surprise me at all. I, I think those are the two best teams in college football. Um, I'm still not sold on Clemson. They don't really play anyone. They're in the weakest of all the Power Five conferences, in, in my opinion. Um, I, I think their 7-0 and has to be taken with a little bit of a grain of salt just because of the competition that they play. But overall, I think the top four is, is accurate. Um, I think Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and Michigan are clearly the top four teams in college football right now. All right. Um, is anybody else got anything else to say about it? This has been another episode of Two Minute Drill. Thanks for joining me, guys, and thanks for listening. Have a good night. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Two Minute Drill. And make sure to follow the show on Instagram at Two Minute Drill Podcast, D-D-S. Don't forget to follow deep.dive.sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts. Also, comment on all our posts and episodes. We would love to hear what you think about the show and what we talk about each week. And as always, two-minute drill listeners, until next time.